How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Today's episode is about the do's and don'ts to a productive conversation. And this episode comes from what I learned in my Managing Yourself class at LMU this semester, because a lot of times someone might come to us for advice or are looking to connect with us through conversation, and we might not be as present as we should be. And one of the roots of where we first fall short in conversation is by multitasking. We have very short attention spans now, and it's understandable that we do considering we have all this technology, social media, games, and more to get distracted by. But it's very hard to provide a listening ear and sound advice when we're constantly distracted by things outside of the conversation that are happening right now. And that's what we do. We might go on our phones to check something briefly or start fidgeting, and then our eyes start to go away from our friends and towards things outside of the here and now. And I honestly think that multitasking is one of the roots of having a conversation turn poorly because we can't even have the ability to do the other things if we can't even have an idea of what the conversation is about. Another one is don't pontificate. So this is the idea of kind of having those conversations where you come off as cocky and have some self-importance that you have attached to yourself. And this doesn't help in any way because you're not helping the person and you're trying to boost yourself up. And as a result, people are going to look at you in a different way when you're trying to be cocky and trying to seem like you know everything. It helps a lot when other people can kind of admit that they're not experts on a subject, that they might have some flawed perspectives and they might not know everything because it almost humanizes the conversation. But when you try and act like you know everything, that what you're saying is right and try and push that on other people, people can see right through that and understand that you're more insecure that way because you're not comfortable with saying that you don't have all the answers, if that makes sense. Next, have open-ended questions. This is so important. How many times have we had a conversation die out because we asked a simple yes or no question? Many. When we ask very limited questions, we get limited answers. And I've said before, our quality of life is based on the quality of the questions we ask ourselves. And that applies to the quality of questions we ask others. We aren't able to obtain and get to the core of helping other people if we ask questions that bring limited answers. Instead of are you feeling good? Say, how are you feeling? This will allow people to possibly go more into more detail and you can be more of a source of help for them. So when we kind of start saying, oh, this person didn't give me much information, this person didn't give me a lot, they were boring, also be able to understand and look at what types of questions were you asking them? Were you setting themselves up to have good answers? Were you setting yourself up to get as much information out of them as possible so that you can help them in any way you can and that you can get closer? Think about how many close relationships you might have missed out on because you didn't ask the right questions. And if you dug a little bit deeper, you might have different friends. And that's not to feel bad about that because that's definitely such a normal part of being a human being is we might ask simple questions, we might not be as engaged, but being able to recognize that we play a part in ultimately getting the answers from these people out of them and that we have an influence in how we frame our questions. And that's something that I think is really important. Another important one, is learning not to equate your experiences with others. And this is a very tricky one though, because sometimes people feel comfort in knowing that they aren't going alone. And I know when I'm struggling from some things, having a heart to heart with someone gives me so much comfort and I feel better about my situation when I know that they've experienced something and came out on the other end in a better way. But when people, this is where the struggle comes in. When people begin to focus so much on their issues and trying to help me, and you're on parallels where it takes the attention off of mine, I begin to feel like they're trying to vent to me and they're trying to almost diminish 
the struggle that I'm having and make it seem lesser than what they have. So their attempts and their attentions might be on pace with trying to you know, level with me and try and de develop that relationship, but the outcome might be that I feel like my thing is more inferior to theirs, if that makes sense. Another idea is that when we don't know something, don't be afraid to say we don't know something. A lot of times we feel like we might come off as stupid if they say, do you understand what I'm saying? And you say yes. How many times have we done that where we yes someone? Or someone asks you, have you ever seen that movie? And you don't want to seem like you haven't seen that movie because everyone in the group is and you don't want to get the, oh my God, you haven't seen that movie? What is the matter with you? In a joking way. But you would just say yes to make it just an easier conversation so they don't explain or don't do something like that. But what happens is, is that by being afraid of coming off as not as knowledgeable, you lose out on the knowledge also. And it's just your ego getting in the way of learning more and becoming a more intellectual person. So being able to be like, when someone says, do you understand what I'm talking about? Say no, if you don't, and be able to be comfortable with knowing that you're going to get the answer out of it. And it's going to show to people that you're engaged enough to say that you don't have all the answers and you're willing to learn from them. And I think that's really important. And lastly, make eye contact. I think that's a huge one as well. I feel most listened to when people are able to make that eye contact, not to the point where you're feeling uncomfortable and they're staring you down and you almost get distracted from what you're saying because you just feel like they're looking at you so much. But being able to show that you're fully present and listening to them, your eyes can say a lot of things in what your intentions and what you're feeling in that conversation. So being able to show that person, listen, I'm here with you right now. I'm connected to you and I'm willing to listen and help you in any way I can if that's what you want. If you don't want me to help you and you want me to vent, that's good too. And I think that's another thing also, last thing really now, is the idea of going into your conversations before having the actual conversation is having a conversation about the conversation. Meaning, having your intention set out. It's so important to have a vision for things. Being able to say to this person, okay, listen, there might be some times where I might be pausing, I might not say a lot. I want you to be okay with that because this isn't me not knowing what to do. It's me being able to take the time to process things so I can help you in any way possible. And if you don't want me to help you, let me know that. Like, is this something that you wanna just vent about or do you want me to actually give you advice? And being able to have kind of like a briefing on what this conversation should be about before it happens can bring a lot more clarity later on in the conversation. And I think that's really important to be able to do. And understanding that awkward silences, not really awkward, are good because it means that the person is genuinely trying to help you in the most way possible. And they're not just trying to spit out an answer because they're afraid of coming off as not knowledgeable. So being able to lay out those parameters before having the conversation can really help you in so many different ways. And obviously there's a lot more things I can talk about, but we're gonna stop here for the day. And I hope you took a lot away from this talk. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. My Instagram page is 19-year-old shrink podcast, and my personal page is WJG23. But thank you so much, everybody, and have a great rest of your day. Take care.